0: It's Toronto's Podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hi everyone, I'm Phil Bliss a Business Visionary and welcome to Toronto's Podcast, part of the Canada's Podcast Network your source of the great insights from entrepreneurs across Canada. Today, I'd like to introduce you to John Hakim. John is a solutions architect with over 10 years of experience in building mission-critical systems for telecom, public safety, and enterprise. Most recently, his focus has been dedicated to building advanced solutions for the fintech industry. As co-founder and CTO of Lenmo, John drives the engineering and operations teams. So, although John comes from a blue chip company background, he has caught the entrepreneurial bug and now is actively building Lendmo, a peer-to-peer lending app that connects people to borrow money with investors looking to make money. Welcome to Canada's podcast, John. Why why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself
1: uh, and what you do? You know, I, I know a little bit, so. Sure. Uh, thank you, Philip, for, uh, for having uh, me t- today and for this opportunity. Uh, my name is uh, John Hakim. Um, my background is actually uh, Egyptian, so I was born and raised in, in Egypt, uh, where I had also my engineering degree. Uh, and also, uh, I'm, I would say, consider myself new to, to Canada, uh, especially Toronto. Uh, I moved here two years ago. Uh, before that, I was, I was actually living in, um, in different countries. Like, for example, I was living in Dubai for the last four years before I moved to Canada. And yeah, I mean, uh, I, was, I was actually expecting um, to meet people and, and uh, I would say uh, introduce myself to friends and make new friends and, and events like Elevate. And when I met you, it was a really good opportunity to talk. Yeah. And, yeah, get in touch.
0: Oh, we had a good chat, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I remember that. So thanks for having me. So what, what about you, the entrepreneur? What are
0: you doing at the moment as an entrepreneur?
1: So, I mean, I start my career even back in Egypt uh, as a um, telecom engineer. So my background is actually electrical engineering, and this is how I start my career. But I would say the entrepreneurship, is something that – it's not just like a job. It's something that a skill or a talent that either you have it or you work on developing it. I, so I remember, you think like me,
0: entrepreneurs are wired differently.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I see it. I, I remember even since I was- uh, Being an electrical engineer, I guess wired differently is you know, relevant, okay. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely. <laughs> I see it like you know someone that look at things differently. Someone that, okay, there is a problem here and how how we can fix it, right? Mm-hmm. And look at things in a different way. If this is your trend or this is your, the way you're thinking about things in general, even in your personal life, I think you can call yourself an entrepreneur. So the story started, I would say, too early when even when I was in university, and uh, then I will find like a group of friends, and then we start a small project. Uh, for example, I remember internet back in Egypt like fifteen years ago wasn 't very accessible to a lot of people mm-hmm. and then uh, my my friend, my best friend, and actually he 's actually the partner um, that i 'm working with right now in my latest uh, company, um, we started like, okay, how we can provide service to people to access internet uh, and make it easier for them and provide it as a service? It was a very simple uh, idea, right, but we were trying to fix it in a different way, and even Moving after that and working on specifically for our big corporates and uh, focus on my career on how can I provide solutions for public safety sector, which is, was mainly my, my focus. And you see like how different solutions can impact people's daily life. Especially when we talk about public safety with all the uh, situations that happen right now in terms of politics, you see that like, every moment matter. If you have the right solution for people in the moment that matter, I think that will make huge difference for their safety, for their life. And this is what I like about even the latest entrepreneurship uh, project that I'm working on, which is LEMO. Uh And we're going to talk about it. Well, what What is Lenmo? You know, I mean, I don't want to get too
0: promotional, but it's an interest. I mean, I know a little bit because we had a chat <laughs> about it. So just tell everyone
1: what it is. It's
0: It's interesting.
1: LEMO was actually came up as a problem that we personally faced me and, and actually um, my my partner right now. And as I said, it's the same way we were used to think about problems and how we can fix it 15 years ago when we were in study engineering in university, right? It's the same way. I think this is how Lemo came. So it started six years ago when my best friend and um, he moved from from Egypt to the U.S. right, mm-hmm. uh, looking for uh, continue his um, uh, after graduate studies his Ph.D. And at the same time, I moved to a very different direction. I moved to Dubai. So very, <laughs> yeah, fact, pretty different. <laughs> but but I would say like-minded people sometimes, like we keep in touch every once in a while. We, we like to always uh, keep ourselves like updated what's going on in our life. And it happens four, uh, two years ago when I moved to, to Canada. Um, and then I was like, okay, let's get in touch. And come visit me. It was actually a New Year's uh, time. And I was like, okay, come over to Canada. Um, we can get in touch. And this is a good opportunity that we are closer now, right? And it was very exciting how he was talking to me about this problem that he had when he moved to the U.S. Uh, when he was trying to shopping around for, for a loan for his PhD. And, you know, like as any immigrant or new uh, to the country, if you don't have any previous credit score or history, um, it's going to be really hard for you to get any financial support. I am an immigrant, and uh, so I actually do understand that. It's yeah. a while <laughs> since I was an immigrant, but I don't understand that. <laughs> so I, I personally have the same thing. It's, just, it's a different version of the story. But, like, yeah, I, I also had the same thing when I moved to Canada. I couldn't transfer any of my financial history and, and uh, insights to, to Canada. It was very interesting that once he got, he managed to get the loan, but after like a lot of uh, hassle looking or shipping around for good uh, deals. And at the end, he found himself that he's very limited with the options that are available, which is like money markets or or any other limited options that are available in the market right now. And you have to agree with the terms, right? Because there's no other options. So we were talking about that and how this problem, not just facing him or me, it might be actually facing a lot of people. It doesn't matter if you used to have a good job, um, if you are even a f- uh, can afford paying back their loans, but still, you have to go through the same process, uh, which is a very, I would say, a uh, complicated process. So yeah, we, we, we were thinking about it. I was, we think probably there's a solution here that um, other people couldn't maybe uh, think about it, but why we couldn't have a way, why these people are actually uh, cannot afford better deals to the borrowers that are looking for, for loans or people that are looking in general for small amount loans specifically. The, question, the answer for the question was actually is you don't have any information about this person. You don't know him. You don't know if this person is actually having any previous history or, or not. You're only looking for one specific uh, criteria that you can classify this uh, borrower. And we are all in the same bucket. It doesn't matter how different we are, we all classified in the same segment. Mm-hmm. And after, I would say, we spend the whole night, I remember this, this night looking at, this is probably might be a, a good solution that we can segment people in a different way and use all the information that we have about these people. If you have access to this information that can help them get better deals, actually. Um, But like any other conversation, I mean, between me and him that will end up sometimes with action, sometimes not. I was near New Year's Eve and I was like, okay, it's just a good chat and nothing can happen. Good ideas, but just go anywhere. But surprisingly, after one week, after he went back to San Francisco, he came back to me with a very detailed business plan and, and with just an idea. But we start actually looking at this seriously. And we start looking at who can help us actually starting this business. I think uh, I would give credit to uh, the Canadian uh, uh, entrepreneurs and the investors, and especially angel investors. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of our actually investment at the first stage were actually uh, came from Canadian investors, like friends and family, and they support us a lot. So Lenmo, you explained
0: how you got there. Give me the quick 30-second elevator pitch of what that technology is?
1: So we, we actually build um, a technology that can help borrowers looking for small amount loans to shop for their loans by actually using technology and provide information and data about these borrowers. And we actually facilitate the borrowers' requests by connecting them with the investors, it could be financial institutions, could be actually uh, individual investors. Mm-hmm. And then we, we provide all these requests on the platform so investors can start bidding on different interest rates. So every investor is looking at your REST profile, which is different from what's going on in the market right now. We provide very detailed information about the borrower using data analytics. We actually collect 150 points of data about these borrowers, and we do data aggregation. Hopefully
0: we can get away from some of the, you know, some of the, I don't like the loan companies, and, and hopefully we can normalize that process now, which I don't think is very normal at the moment. So you came from Egypt, via Dubai to Toronto. You've been here, what, a couple of years now? Yeah, two years. What would you say the, the benefits of doing business in Toronto versus other places that you visited?
1: It's it's very interesting because I believe that every market is is different. In terms of the challenge, in terms of the skill sets that required for each market, so the things that I learned, for example, working in the Middle East and um, have different challenges in the market there, um, I believe that when I moved to North America and worked with a lot of customers here and being involved in the technology business and different environment, I would say, mm-hmm. I think um, your mindset needs to be changed uh, a little bit in terms of what's the need, how to build a relationship with customers, how to listen to users uh, and, and listen to your customers. because. People are different. People live in the Middle East. They have different needs. They have different requirements. And for you to, to feel like you're providing an add value to these users, not just need to, to speak their language, but also understand their culture. So it took me some time here to connect with people, understand what's the culture here, how you can deal oh, with it. Well, it's an incredibly diverse culture. I mean, it is. It is. I think that the understanding uh, the culture here, the background of, all the people that we deal with makes you feel actually more comfortable having business with them, right. And having a business relation. So I think at some point you need to have this kind of human connection before you move to the business side.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. As you said, new year, new year with your
0: buddy, some of the best ideas come when you least expect them, but how do you kind of disconnect? how do you get inspired? You know, how do you get that thing going that says, I start here, but I finish here, you know.
1: So I think when, when we have like all this, uh, especially in Toronto here, and probably a lot of people will agree with, the, with me that, that the lifestyle is really fast and the base is really fast. So our daily routine is, is just wake up, go to work, come back, do whatever, do the activities, the routine activities that you are doing on a daily basis. So a lot of time, we don't have time to stop and reflect how things works, if these things actually work the way it should be or not. And what helped me a lot is because I just moved into this community and environment, right? I had to question a lot of things. You know, when you are new to something, you start questioning why this has happened that way. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you didn't get used to it yet. Right. But if you are born and raised there and this is your comfort zone, you don't question things. You oh, go, we, we used to do this out like for years, right? So when you focus and make a stop and ask and observe a lot, you actually start looking at things that can be done in a different way, right? And this is exactly what happened to us. We were new to the community and and to the problems associated with this community. And because we keep asking questions, we found that there's things that can be improved. So I think this was one of the main reasons, right? When we stop and reflect, I think we, we can do things better.
0: What are you most excited about in your
1: business these days? So I think the most exciting thing about what I'm doing right now is how I managed to um, point an issue, right? And then utilizing all our knowledge and skills or or things that I learned, even if I didn't learn it here in Canada, I learned it somewhere else. I managed to utilize these skills Um, in solving a problem to a community that probably um, I consider myself new to this community, but how small changes can make big difference in people's life. So what's really exciting for me especially, uh, I I used to see the difference and the impact on people's life when I was developing solutions for public safety and and enterprises right before, Mm -hmm. but now I see a direct impact on people's life with every feature every solution we develop in in lenmo on people's daily life and this is something that i'm really uh, excited about like i think making changes is is something that i really makes me passionate about what's tomorrow what's we going to change tomorrow
0: what are the top 3 things on your you know your vision board bucket list whatever you call
1: it right now so I, I'm considering myself, as I said, I'm starting a new chapter, a new milestone in my life. I think by deciding moving to Canada it was a big change for me. That it took oh, yeah. me some time to to adapt. But one of the things that uh, I always um, uh, hear feedbacks from people that I'm very adaptable, and it's helped me a lot to. Uh, um, even evolve in my career, or even on the personal side, that I can be exposed to different backgrounds, different culture, different lifestyles, and I can adapt to that. So what I see here, one of the biggest changes move <coughs> I moved to Canada, I'm very quick, was realizing, okay, this is um, uh, the skill set that you need to learn. This is the, the knowledge that you need to gain, but also in terms of business. I'm starting a new business in a new country, I would say for me, but at the same time, I'm happy to learn. So I think one of the things that I'm focusing on um, these days is how I can get more knowledge and how can I evolve myself and and also evolve the business because it's it's a journey. It's not just going to happen in one day. I'm not saying okay, I'm an entrepreneur and tomorrow I can have a one billion dollar company. Right? <laughs> it's a, it's it's a journey and and you introduce yourself to the world. I'm new to the I'm new to Canada. I'm new to the Canadian and even the North American. I'm taking step by step to how I can introduce myself to this new world. With that in mind, what's the best piece of
0: advice you've ever received?
1: I'm always really excited to do things. So I, I sometimes, okay, let's do it now. Okay. Uh, once a, there is a good idea or something that I'm excited about, I'm going to the action immediately, right? And one of the best advices that um, I, I heard it from one of the people that I really trust actually. Uh, was you need to listen. I think when I have my time listening, I get good results at the end. And at the same time, it makes me not just execute and then analyze things. Analyzing before I execute helped me a lot, avoiding a lot of issues that I actually uh, could face if I didn't have my time to listen to people and analyze things. I'm, I'm giving you an example. Uh, This could be applied to my relationship, my family, for example, and also on the um, uh, professional life. I'm listening to customers. I'm listening to feedback. I'm listening even to friends and family that, okay, I have a cool idea. Would that work in in North America? Will Lemo work as a concept? So I think by listening, by being accepting to the feedback, even if it's, I'm telling you, I'm happy for people to say, listen, what you're saying is Bullshit. It's, it's, you, need to, you need to work more on that. I'm happy. Most people, if they just uh, try to um, embrace me, but it's not on a real um, fact, I think it's not going to end up with good results.
0: Okay, we'll go through, through what, or what can we call a rapid fire section. I'm going to ask you questions and just pump out the answers. So if you weren't doing what you're doing now for work,
1: what would you be doing instead? Uh, I will work uh, uh, as a director, theater director.
0: Oh, that's that's a bit different than engineering. That's good. That's good. Okay, I love theater myself. What book, book are you currently reading, listening to, uh, and what what book would you recommend for the for the audience?
1: I'm I'm more on the, the listening to the podcast, for example. So. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. One of the podcasts that I'm always like uh, like to listen to is Tim Ferriss. I like the, the, the mm-hmm. guests. I like how he's managing actually the, um, the conversation. Also, one of the books that I read a long time ago, but still, I live with this book. If the seven habits uh, for the most successful people by. Uh, yeah, I read that. That's a long time ago. You're right. It's good. It's, it's a long time ago, mm-hmm. but still, I, I feel like whatever I, I, I read in this book and I learn, I still doing it on a daily basis. So, are you a morning or a nighttime person? I used to be a night person, but now I'm a morning person, and it's because of the business needs. Uh, By the way, the LENMO team, we are internationalists, so we have the teams that actually work in Middle East so is the time different? And- yeah, I know, I know that one. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I, I switched to be a morning person since I moved to Canada, which yeah. is good. I feel it's the morning's
0: a time because then you okay. then you can do Europe, which isn't too far from the Middle East. Well, an hour, an hour or so. And, yeah, and, and then you can move to move to the West Coast in the afternoon.
1: And it's great, you know. So, so I'm connecting. I'm connecting it <laughs> with the Middle East right now through Toronto. So. <laughs>
0: So, if you had to pick one word to describe John,
1: what would it be and why? As I said, I'm, I'm a very adaptable person and um, that's helped me a lot. What's keeping you up at night? If anything, maybe nothing. Uh, no, there, there is definitely. Um, I, I took a decision and this was absolutely um, with all my, it's all my decision. I wasn't actually forced to do it is to change my life and and move to Canada and that was a big challenge for me to prove myself Mm -hmm. Uh, by also taking a decision to start a new business it's a bigger responsibility so I added to my shoulder uh, by, by accepting the responsibility of starting a new business of building a new life in Canada but also building a new opportunity for me
0: What's your favorite place in the world? Uh Egypt. What are the three non-negotiables that have to happen in, each, let's say, your morning routine?
1: So the first thing is I have to uh, say good morning to uh, uh, my girlfriend. <laughs> this is something that there is no negotiation here, right? <laughs> yes. this is something that it's, it's in my routine. Yeah. Uh, but I also. Um, I have to have my coffee. I'm, uh, without coffee, I'm, I'm not functioning. Yet, actually.
0: Okay. okay,
1: okay. Um, and then jump on the first call because I'm always having a daily call with the team to make sure that we connect, even yeah. if you're remotely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is my daily routine in the morning. And I don't know, you, I mean, you probably heard this because
0: you said you listened to a couple of things. So we're going to go to the tropical island thing, okay? So that there's this small tropical island in the middle of the ocean. It has a phone booth, remember what that is, and it has no internet. We drop you off there, no technology, no computer, nothing, okay? You can use the phone booth on the island to call the boat for us to come and pick
1: you up. How long do you think you'd last, and what would you do? I will probably last for like a month, and what I will spend my time doing is building things. I like to build things, like you will find me getting some wood, if there's trees or something, and I I will build something, I'll build like a a tree house or something like that.
0: Well, that's a final question, question John. Uh, you know, thank, thanks for, for coming on. I really
1: appreciate it. How can people get to you online? So um, I have my, my, um, have my social media accounts, but uh, most of the time I'm more on LinkedIn. So you can find me um, by searching for John Hakim on LinkedIn. And I'm always like responding. If there is any information you'd like to share with me and uh, would like to connect, I'm more than happy. Well, John, thanks once more for coming on.
0: Great, great story. Good luck with Len It sounds really interesting.
1: Thank you so much and uh, have a great day.
0: Thanks everyone for taking the time today to listen to Toronto's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters or write a review for us on iTunes. You can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or at canvaspodcast.com where you can listen, discover, and engage. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. I'll see you next time.